it was surprising, but a lot of Ghanaians didn't actually know what the colors meant. So, yeah. you know, it's just a case of like providing people with the information that they needed. And, you know, once you do that, you add value. And when you add value, mm. you're really likely to, more than likely to come back. Hey, wonderful people. Are you now locked into the Sound of Accra podcast? If this is your first time listening, welcome. I go by the name of Adrian Daniels. Uh, this is the show where we chat with colorful creatives and entrepreneurs from a Ghanaian background, all with a special interest to the city, bringing you one step closer to Accra, wherever you are. Uh, I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, I bring on uh, the founder of Ghana365. He goes by the name of Kobe Boachi. Um, he's a really, really smart guy, intelligent guy. And we're going to talk about his platform, Ghana365. I won't get into it right now because we're going to talk about it. But essentially, it's connecting uh, Ghanaians and non Ghanaians and pretty much anybody um, who has an interest in traveling and touring and doing something meaningful in Ghana. Um, so, yeah, um, for the show notes for today's episode, head over to thesoundofacra.com forward slash Ghana365. That's thesoundofacra.com forward slash Ghana365. Um, this is a really good, candid conversation. Um, I hope you really take the time to listen to the, the majority or if not the entirety of the podcast because we do discuss some really important points especially if you have an interest in Ghana this is one this is one of the podcasts that you want to really listen to so without further ado let's get into it and um I'll catch you next time take care all right so welcome guys um so today's guest I have is Kobe uh Kobe is uh Kobe, actually, I've actually Hello. not met him in person. Uh, can you can you hear me? Yeah, can, can you hear me? By the way, great, great. Yeah, Kobe, man. Um, how are you feeling, man? I'm great, man. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. You know, I've always wanted. Oh, you're to welcome. Listen to a few of your podcasts uh, already, so it's yeah, an honor. It's, it's, it's an honor to be on your show. Oh, excellent. Um, I'm honored to have you in my show as well. Um, I can see the big things you're doing with Ghana 365. Um, so I actually haven't met Kobe real life in person yet, but uh, shout out to James Mercer. I had to shout him out, um, sure. who yeah. I actually have met <laughs> in life. James Mercer is a longtime university friend. Um, but yeah, James Mercer introduced me to Kobe and um, he thought he'd be a great fit, um, not just for the show, but just in general in terms of, you know, putting Ghana in the map. Um, we're both, you know, running the, running in this, the same lane and we're both on the same mission. So yeah. who better to get on the show than someone like, you know, Kobe. And I'm just really honored to have him in the show. Um, so James, if you're listening to this, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate him. Shout and out, James. <laughs> shout out James. And I want to tell, I want to tell all the listeners that another reason why, um, I felt that you resonate with me so much or I resonate with you so much is that um, I actually attempted, and for those of you that may not know, I actually attempted to do something like what um, Kobe has successfully done called London to Accra. I tried to do my own version of, okay. uh, you know, Accra, Ghana, the, the discovery platform in terms of travel and tourism. Um, but yeah, um, version one didn't really, or version two didn't work out really well. And then I know there's a podcast kind of uh, approach is working for me better. So who knows what will happen in the future. But anyway, guys, um, if you don't know, Kobe is the founder of Ghana365. So this came out as a result of lack of available content. Is that correct? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So there was a gap in the market, you know, you realized there was a, you know, a need for, you know, what you've gone out and you've established. And as a result, you know, Ghana 365 was born, um, you know, and they share lots of information that encourages people, you know, to go out and explore the country, you know, to support businesses, to discover businesses and, you know, to get connected with the government. I mean, is that right? Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. I could elaborate if you want. Or... Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think we're going to go into go into that. Um, but before we go into Ghana 365, um, I think it makes sense just for everyone to hear a little bit more about the man behind um, Ghana 365, the successful brand as it is. Okay, my name's Kobe Boachi. Um, yeah. I'm uh, six foot seven, as you mentioned earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tour guy, man. Shout out to Jason, who was on season one. Jason, who's on season one of the podcast, he's six foot six. He's one of my close sure. university friends as well. Shout out to Jason, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm one of a few, I guess, uh, unusual Ghanaians that uh, I like that. the most, you know, so I'm uh-huh. the usual, you could say. Uh, uh-huh. And so my mom is Fanti, my dad is Ashanti. Um, so yeah i've got uh, you could say the best of both worlds um i love that i'm just a lover of all things Ghanaian and secondly (laughs) all things african um that's it and yeah so my background is project management um Mm -hmm. i've grown up um well i say i've grown up uh my career started in financial services and i've been working in that area for probably the last seven to ten years and mm. I've got a lot of experience in just delivering projects. Um, wow. Execute, execute, execute. That's, that's yeah. what I like to do, just getting things done and moving that's on to it. the next. So, mm. um, yeah, and obviously um, just a lover of football. You know, football's a sport, <laughs> you know? I can't complain. Yeah. I can't lie. Yeah. I'm just uh, one of the biggest Liverpool fans you can count. Hey. Obviously, we're the champions. Liverpool. You know. Um, yep. Really yeah, friendly. you are. Yeah. <laughs> As a Man United fan, you are. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm, uh, sadly, obviously, I just saw the scores that just happened recently. So, my compliments <laughs> to you, Adrian, you know. Thank you so much, man. All, all the other Man United fans out there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Southampton's been doing good this season, yeah, you know, gave us a lot in all honesty. Yeah. And you know what's funny, actually? Um, in Ghana, I don't think... I don't really see that many Liverpool supporters in Ghana. I see like a lot of like United and Chelsea and um, Arsenal. I don't see a lot of Liverpool supporters in Ghana, but I'm sure they're they're out there. There's never really been a Ghanaian player that's played for um, Liverpool. And I think like with like Arsenal, Mm -hmm. you had like Ghanaian players. With Chelsea, you had Bessian. And he was... Oh, yeah. He took a lot of... Like my mum's Arsenal through and through. My family through, my <laughs> through and through, but she swapped to Chelsea whilst Essien was there. Like a lot oh, of wow. people I knew, like they just switched. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Take me back to those days where um, Ghanaians were all over the Premier League and our national team was doing well back back then. That summer jam penalty still hurts me to this day, man. You're telling me, and don't forget, Suarez <laughs> was playing for Liverpool at the time, so... That that yeah, there was a lot of conflict going on. <laughs> Glad he's ah oh, man, this, but yeah, what it is? That must be like a bittersweet moment for you, um, Copy, because obviously um, he played for Liverpool, but yeah, he supported Liverpool, and yeah, he did what he did against Ghana, which was kind of like a Diego Maradona kind of moment. You know, rest in peace. Um, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. But what can I say? Yeah, it is what it is. 
I understand that he's got to do what he's got to do for his country, but you know, I don't expect of me. I'd, nah, f that guy. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Man, what can I say? I mean, I don't think he's um, everybody's favorite Suarez, but I mean, can't deny his talent. You know, True. even if he's uh, left, you know, Barcelona, can't deny his talent to this day. But yeah, man, football's a crazy game. It's a crazy game. It is. It's a crazy game. It is. So yeah, Kobe. I mean, uh, what you've been doing is is, is amazing. Um, I think your background is is really cut out for you know doing stuff in Ghana. So I'm looking forward to you know, what, not just what you're going to do with Ghana 365 in the future, which we'll get to, but I'm also looking forward to what you yourself are, is going to do in Ghana. Like, you know, if, if that's, if that's in the plan, but you know, that's probably another conversation. Yeah. So Ghana 365, um, let's, let's talk about that. Um, really loving the platform. Um, how did that come about? I know I kind of touched upon it. You know, you, you saw a gap in the market. Um, let's dive deep into that. Sure, sure. So um, Ghana 365, it kind of just was born out of a frustration. Um, I went to Ghana <laughs> maybe, what, let me think, 2017 yeah. maybe. Wow. Um, yeah, for, it, it was Christmas. Um, so I've been to Ghana a few times before. Okay. I wouldn't say it's frequent, but I've been there a few times. Mm. Um, and I went with my parents for a funeral once uh, when my grandfather so, passed away, unfortunately. Condolences, man. Um, and yeah, he uh, was quite big in Ghana. So there was a big funeral that happened. And I wouldn't say that my experience of Ghana was great because that was probably the, one of the lasting experiences that I had. So you've got mm. families, to a certain extent, worrying about things that are going on, who's getting what. Uh, this is how this should be done versus that's how it should be done. Yeah. You know, it was just a, it wasn't the most enjoyable time. Um, mm. And mm. as a result of that, um, I just stayed with my mom, my parents, uh, family, and we didn't really explore Ghana. It was just all about the funeral. And shortly after, we obviously left. Yeah. Um, okay. And when, when was this actually? This was 2004. 12 2012 okay wow so it was a while ago yeah yeah it was a while ago yeah and then obviously i went in no it was 2016 sorry that i went um, i went kind of the idea was born that was for christmas Mm. and i went without my parents i went okay my cousins (laughs) i went with my brothers um yeah and it was like a a release like the shackles were off you know i'm seeing ghana (laughs) for what ghana really is and yeah, it's like a, it's a real eye opener, you know, because you go mm. there and you see what you want to see. Because we've done, yeah. I, I, if you ask, if, like we've done surveys with several individuals, like when I say individuals, like a number of people, like over a hundred. Yeah, and we asked them mm-hmm. what do they think of when they think of Ghana, and yeah. they said, oh, just uh, safaris. They said tradition. They said. Flies on kids, really, etc. Stuff like flies that. in kids' faces yeah, yeah. are the usual kind of um UNICEF charity like, kind of exactly. adverts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I was like, when when you go there, like, don't get me wrong, I did not think that was the case before, but mm. I mean, like, uh, they fought that, and it was just a kind of it was quite compelling that that's something that I wanted to break. I wanted to dispel those thoughts of people's minds, and so it kind of encouraged me to come up with this platform because I had such a great experience when I was there. 
and 2016 like, yeah. yeah 2016 changed that's everything. a that was a great time because i think for me um can i just i'm just gonna just wanted to add to what you were saying uh copy because this is really good stuff right here i think 2016 is that's the i think that's the year when ghana really started to kind of go on up tourism yeah. wise and tourism wise economy economy wise that year like we saw a lot of like new like businesses restaurants you know that that weren't really there before understand so i think you went at a perfect perfect time yeah it was it was the start of my second love for ghana you could say um, <laughs> and the, the the love where i've got the money to do things that i want to do i've got the money to actually create things and design things you know mm. on things you know it was just a great great moment for me so i really enjoyed ghana like i I went to parties, I went to the clubs, I did everything you could think of. <laughs> I enjoyed myself. <laughs> that's so, um, that's yeah, it. Nah, it, was, it, was, it was a great time. And um, I think on the back of that, I just thought, you know what, it's time for other people to really experience what I've experienced, um, see what I've that's seen, it. you know, and just be able to share our culture, you know, curate mm. some experiences with people, build relationships, the confidence. Yeah, like we take it for granted, but the patriotism, like, you know, like there's, a deep love for Ghana in in, the, in my heart, basically. Mm. But um, it was awoken when I went there in 2016, you know, and I just thought, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. So many things I could do. <laughs> you know, I could, I could be a, you know, laundry laundrette owner. You know, I could build one in Ghana <laughs> and yeah. develop a lot of things that we take for granted over here. Tell um, you. You know, and just, yeah. those are some of the things that kind of, drove me to create in Ghana 365, which is just to um, bring bring about and enhance people's experiences of Ghana, you know. So yeah. whether that's through um, whether that's through just having fun, because we 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 follow three things like which is eat, sleep, and live, and we basically want you to eat, sleep, and live the culture in Ghana. The culture, yeah. So I fun. love that segmentation, man. It's just simple. Eat, sleep, and drink. I mean, that's kind of like the main things, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. eating, drinking, you know, living. That's just the main, that's just the main things you'd want to do, especially as a tourist, man. So I love the way you've broken that down. And was that the, you know, when you went in 2016, was that the second time or was the first time? Just to, oh, no, just to double check. Overall, that was the fourth time I'd been. Okay. So you've been to yeah. Ghana a few times, you know, yeah, yeah, up, yeah. up until that moment. But that was the... That was the definitive moment where you're like, okay, you know what, God, you know, I can actually do something here, or even if I can't do something here, you know, I can share um, what's available here to the world, you know, with with Ghana three six five. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. Mm. That was the moment. Mm. It changed everything for me. Mm. I was like, yeah. I'm betting all on Ghana straight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And earlier on, you're talking about, you know, because I think, um, I mean, with Ghana is great. You don't really need to reinvent the world. You can literally just take a, a proven tried and true concept or business model or business that's already exists in the West and just take it to, to Ghana. Um, and you mentioned like, you know, laundrettes and all this kind of stuff. You know, what made you decide, look, I'm going to curate all of this content rather than just kind of setting up a, a normal business like other people out there? So there's probably two things that made me go with that because I was I, I went to Kamasi whilst I was in Ghana that that time and oh my god I got on the um, what's the name of those buses those coaches 
Uh, it was, a, I mean, it was an like STC bus or the, no, um, no, no, what do they call it? There's a name for it, right? Yeah, yeah call I it? forget the one and it takes like four hours. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it will come back to me. Well, it's, those coaches, it's those coaches it's essentially coaches. though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the coaches, yeah. For four hours um, and we're driving. Wow. And whilst we're driving, it just gave me some time to think. Um, I'm, mm. I, actually, you know, I came up with maybe a list of around eight ideas. <laughs> of yeah. what I wanted to do in Ghana. I'm not going to tell mm-hmm. you all of them because, you know, no. would judge me. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's another conversation. <laughs> but Ghana 365 was one of them. Um, yeah. Alleviating some people's problems when it comes to, like, housing. Um, I was thinking yeah. about just, you know, like, one of the ideas, which was just the case of people that are buying houses from, buying, buying land, sorry, and wanting to build on them. I just think mm. about how that guards that land because you hear the stories, you know, you hear the stories of people like building on top of your actual land, and once you get it, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> that I thought of all the way back then, but I just yeah. felt like if I'm not on the ground to manage, that, uh-huh. I can't do it. So man, yeah, I so can my, tell you stories. My main <laughs> uh, driver of the decision to do Ghana Three Six Five was because of um technology i wanted to learn technology, technology. Yeah. Um, stuff that i can mm. do i can talk to you like now um how i can talk to anyone in ghana and yeah. i knew that that way i could communicate with people i could set things up and it's all going to be online it's in the cloud so that was my main driver for what i'm doing now that makes sense. So because you, you knew that you couldn't always be on the ground, you wanted to, you know, set up something which didn't necessarily require you to be on the ground, hence the birth of Ghana 365. Exactly. I've got you, got you. That that makes so much more sense now. And I really like the name. How did you come up with the name? I mean, the, the logo is amazing. How did you come up with the name, actually? Thanks. Well, it was just uh, it was just down to the fact that, you know, we eat, sleep and live the culture. Uh, yeah, well, we're doing it 365 days a year. So Jeez. let's not make it just about Christmas. Let's make it about. <laughs> uh, I like that. You know, like thank you so much for man. Christmas. Like, why don't we yeah. do it more? You know, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, man. Hence why you got a lot of people moving out there now, isn't it? Yeah, and I think we're gonna we're gonna segue into that shortly. But yeah, man, um, why don't we do it? You know, more than just Christmas. Exactly. Exactly, and, and I mm. think it's a seasonal thing where people feel like they can't work out there. There's not enough there. They can't uh, swap their salary for a Ghanaian salary. There's loads of mm. like drivers for why people tend to go there just for Christmas. It's something that people get time off during Christmas so people can do it. Yeah, But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yeah, I think things sense. are changing. I see things are changing. Loads of people are going there um, to live, to build businesses, you know, just start families, you know, people are tired of That's the old, it. the same old. So, you know, mm-hmm. what better place to go than Ghana, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Ambassador. I'm just here plugging Ghana. 100%. 100% man and you know that's why I really get excited when it comes to speaking to people like yourself Holiday Helper who was on season one of the Sign of the Crowd podcast um, I mean and even um, um, Marwa Marwa on season one you know a mum from Sierra Leone who yeah. 
I've only been to, only been to Ghana once and decided to move her entire life over there and her, and her daughter, which is absolutely phenomenal. And she's not even Ghanaian and she calls it home. Yeah. Um, these are the stories that really move me. And these are the stories which I'm sure, um, these are the kind of um, um, personas, the, the kind of, uh, you know, um, success or case studies that I'm sure you want to have, you know, on the back of Ghana 365. Um have you actually, while, while we're speaking about this, before we move into Christmas in Ghana, I mean, this is really good stuff, by the way. Um, have you had any kind of stories or feedback from the platform? Maybe someone saying, oh my gosh, I didn't know this was in Ghana. Thank you so much. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like any yeah. kind of like, you know, comments like that. So we've had some really good comments actually, because it's actually proved to be helpful. And so obviously mm. I started off as a passion and then I realized there's actually a need and, you know, people are hunger, hungry for this type of information. So yeah. we started putting some content out that kind of explained some of the traditions in Ghana, um, yeah. what some of them meant. Like there was one where we put out about kente. There was one where we put out about the cloth, um, not the cloth, yeah. the flag, sorry, what the colors yeah. are. And <laughs> it was surprising, but a lot of Ghanaians didn't actually know what the colors meant. So, yeah. you know, it's just a case of like providing people with the information that they needed. And, you know, once you do that, you add value. And when you add value, mm. people are really likely to, more than likely to come back. And I think um, last Christmas, what we did is we had like a really good event list um, because a lot of people, like literally, like there was shitloads of people in Ghana last year. And yeah. what they were doing was they didn't know what to, where to go. <laughs> So the group that um, Lorraine set up. Uh, yeah, shout out to Lorraine. Yeah, shout out to Lorraine. <laughs> and, uh, she, um, people were just in the group just saying like, what's everyone doing? There's this event, there's that event. There's this and, it was popping. I was in that group. It oh, was yeah? absolutely popping. Yeah, I was in that group. Yeah. I didn't actually realize you were in that group until later on. Like I was like, I'm still interviewing people from that group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good sports yeah. and like-minded people. And then randomly, and like, even celebrities in that group. Even there yeah. were celebrities in the group. Yeah, I think still. I think um, what's this guy? Um, um, PJ Kev. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, one of the the, the the flights. I mean, the the jets. The, mm-hmm. the, yeah, he's in the group. I mean, what, cas- casually, casually. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's incredible, man. Like yeah. what like, platforms like yours can do. Someone just popped up on a Physics Five link in the group and said, "Look, this is the one of the best places." Along with, uh, I think this is a craft. Just said, this is one of the best places for information. I was just like, okay. How did that make you feel, um, Kobe? How did that make you feel? Accomplished. Reward. Jeez. No. Jeez. Yeah. It works not in vain, man. I mean, yeah. you're you're helping people all over the world, I'm sure. And, you know, I, I can only imagine where you're going to go from here. Um, while we're talking about like um, discovery online, um, I think th- let's talk about the social media. I mean, what you, what you guys are doing in social media recently is really, really good. Um, the Instagram is growing wildly. Um, I like what you do on the LinkedIn. I also like what you do with Instagram. I mean, how people can, you know, drop in the hashtag Ghana365 if they want to be, you know, picked up and then you can po- repost the image, etc. Um, the interviews with, with, with Quabs, um, just really great ideas coming out at the moment. Yeah, we're trying to just be as, like you could say, inclusive as possible, trying to share the culture through various different channels. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that's for our Instagram, obviously that you can catch us on uh, Instagram via Ghana.365. 
Um, shameless plug. Um, don't worry. All the links will be in the show notes as well at soundofacrowd.com. So don't worry about that. We'll have all the links in the show notes for today's show. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you for that. Um, no problem. And, um, yeah, so we've got events that we held. We've got one called Social Sundays, which is basically just a casual, informal uh, environment where we just talk to people around the world doing great things that are either Ghanaian or connected to Ghana in their various ways. Any lover That's of Ghanaian is any lover of Ghana is my brother. So you know, That's or it. my sister, you know, or my auntie. <laughs> 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 um, Fantastic man. Yeah, no, it's just a creative ways to get things out. We've got our YouTube's that we share content on. We've got our um, LinkedIn where we target some of the more uh, serious uh, matters, which is probably like investing. Uh, we yeah. collaborate with so many different people. We just try to make mm-hmm. sure that we're able to help people because not mm-hmm. only do um, people come for, obviously, to eat, sleep, the lives, um, but people yeah. also want to know about events that are going on. People also want to know about ways that they can embark on their journey in Ghana. And we try to yeah. facilitate that because even like last last year, um, around Christmas times, um, someone asked mm-hmm. us for, uh, support as in to create their event in Ghana. Wow. Okay. And we obviously helped them leverage that. Um, and obviously they had a, one of the best events that I could think of in Ghana. Wow. Uh, last year. Wow. So fantastic, was, man. That big. big. That is big, man. Yeah. Big, man. I hope, hopefully we hear more, hear about more, you know, success stories like that and more people reaching out to you like that as well. And, yeah. uh, speaking of, I mean, speaking of Christmas and events, you know, coming up actually uh what do you see you know on horizon in 2021 i mean it's a very different year i mean with with everything that's happened this year in 2020 um what do you see happening this year in terms of ghana 365 you know people going like the the diaspora going to ghana the hotspots what do you see happening um what do you see yourselves planning to get involved in yeah or or spotlighting if you will yeah, yeah. So the diaspora, like, I think it's just going to happen the same way, like last year. Yeah. It's not going to be as crazy. Like, that, yeah. that I think is obvious, like, because of the pandemic, where we're living in mm-hmm. a different world. So it needs to be a lot more refrained. Um, obviously, the cost that people are going <laughs> to exert going forward. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> did you want to go, Did you need to get that? Or? Uh, <laughs> Someone's going to get that. All yeah. right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I I just think um, in regards to uh, traveling to Ghana for this time, there's going to yeah. be a lot of people going still because diaspora is where obviously people feel like they can escape and they can yeah. still enjoy Ghana COVID free to a certain yeah. extent. Um, but yeah. Obviously, it's like it's similar to Dubai. People are looking for escape. People are looking for good weather. Yeah where they can actually mm-hmm. enjoy Ghana still. So, yeah. you know, I think that's... It's going to be different. Yeah, it's going to be different. I think a bit more conservative to, to, to last year's madness, but it's it's still going to be, you know, um, you know, a hype hype over there. I mean... Are you going? I, I went on my, uh, I'm looking to go. I haven't booked my flights. I'm just thinking of the right time to go. Um, but I'm looking to be there for quite some time because of, of things I've got in the pipeline for 2021. Yeah. So... Definitely looking to get there, but I probably won't go before Christmas. Will be after um, when I'm looking to go. Yeah. Um, skip, skip the madness, and then you know see what happens and get there. For me, it's more kind of um, you know kind of business and 
family and you know just networking reasons that I'm I, I tend to go rather than just kind of party party party, 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 party. yeah yeah man yeah I mean that's party 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 is there but I mean I'm more on a different mission you understand yeah. <laughs> understand yeah yeah man different different climate as well you understand I mean I think I've been there done that I mean I think now it's time to kind of you know focus on you know more more meaningful things and you know why not I can still enjoy still enjoy yourself but you know what I mean uh, you know what's got to get done it's got to get done you understand yeah 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 no I definitely yeah mm, mm. it's gonna be a different time definitely for sure um and yeah let's uh um talk about um you know I mean I know there's other platforms out there but what do you pride I mean is this is a crowd there's you know where gonna eat I mean there's so many other platforms you know even YGP you know yeah. You know, who are also affiliated with shout out to young Ghanaian professionals they also have their kind of platform coming up what do you guys pride yourself in and how do you kind of stay on track because there are a lot of people who are trying to kind of do their own version of a Ghana discovery platform how do you kind of stay in your lane does that make sense because maybe one person may, may say oh I want you guys to do this or I want you guys to have that I wish you did this I wish you featured that yeah, I mean it's hard to be everything to everyone how do you kind of focus and stay in, stay in your lane and focus on what you guys want to do so that's the thing, you know, it's, it's a good question. You just got to stay true to what you believe in, you know, and do what you got to do um, and be the best at what you're the best at doing. So I just focus on that. I think there's uh, plenty of space for all of our platforms to coexist. And some of them do great art. Some of them focus on great lifestyle. Some of them focus on other stuff. So yeah. we just focus on like you know, our core values, which is eat, sleep and live. Um, <laughs> like beyond those three things do I think there's anything else that's more important in life not really um, but that's just me mm. you know? so everyone's got their different uh, their different force or different ideas so we just have mm. to focus on what we think is important to us um, that's definitely a fair view our demographic that we appeal to so we focus on that's, that that's, that's true I couldn't agree with you um, much more Okay, so um, yeah, so obviously we're just talking about um, you know, how Ghana three six five, you know, they how they stay, how you guys stay in your lane and not try to get too sidetracked from what other people are trying to do, you know, as in similar platforms as well. Um, I also wanted to mention, um, I like how you're using your different social media platforms to focus on different things, like you said, LinkedIn, more investing, then you got your YouTube. Um, well, tell us about YouTube. I mean, because I know right now there's a big trend of, you know, people doing stuff out in Ghana, you know, when, as far as travel and tourism comes to mind. I mean, we could talk about all the different YouTubers that are doing this. Um, I mean, what, what kind of content are you going to, are you kind of focusing on at the moment? Because it's not like you have drones and, you know, all of this kind of like uh, cinematic videographers all over the place, you know, and, and you're not you know, in Ghana at the moment. I mean, tell us about what kind of content can we expect to see on, on the YouTube channel side of things? Because um, that's starting to take, um, that's starting to be a lot more kind of um, yeah. in demand now. Mm. Definitely, definitely. And uh, I think some of the things that we're looking to focus on is stuff that literally like speaks to our audience, which is eat, sleeps and lives. But yeah. in regards to that, it's like educational things as well. So where we're able to showcase culture, where we're able to kind of share some of the things that a lot of people haven't seen before um, in different okay. ways. But where they've where they've seen it before, it's done in a different way because we, yeah. we like to be different. We just like to be different. Um, 
That's it. And where possible, we would like to kind of hone in on some of these areas. Um, like you, you could think of stuff like uh, the umbrellas, some of the, the culture that we've spoken about. We've realized that there's so many unique uh, nuances to some of the things that uh, take place in Ghana. Um, mm. uh, like you'll say, this bead means this, or <laughs> this uh, Adinkra sign means this. Uh, and, you know, just a lot of that. Um, the reason why we have our names, you know, the reason why we have our names in this area versus another area. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just the history behind certain things like that I find really interesting. It blows my mind that there's so <laughs> much to it that I yeah. don't know about, you know. And <laughs> I, for some reason, I don't ask my mum enough questions about Ghanaian history, you know, what, why yeah. she exists, why yeah. she's uh, the way she is or... Um, you know, just the history of things, and there's so much knowledge out there, and mm. I want to share. Like I, I, I like speaking to people that are doing things. Like there's um, a lady called Rita. She's got this platform called Siheni. Um, there's Kirsty mm. that you mentioned. You, I think you've already spoken to. Mm. None of projects, and they basically yeah. look at historic things. You know that yeah, they're very uh vocal in terms of our history rather than having it documented and that's just yeah really great things that blow our minds um what blow my mind i say yeah then, no i mean you're on you're absolutely on on point um there's so much Ghanaian history i think our culture is, ri- is rich in history and heritage and all of this stuff i, I think this is what makes ghana really unique is especially is also the history and the background in the past you understand um yeah. And we haven't even touched upon politics and stuff as well. You know what I mean? That's for another conversation. And that also part of the history. Um, but yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. There's this article for us as we speak. Uh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> I love that, man. I'm tired okay. to James, man. James, man. Thanks again for making this happen, man. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, w- I was lucky enough to go to school in Ghana, you know what I mean, for, for three years and learn Ghanaian history, you know, firsthand. So I'm really, you know, privileged to have that and to even... You know, even come first in one of the the history exams as well oh, yeah? in Ghana, which is okay. yeah. I'll never forget that day. I mean, I was I went to Morning Star in Cantonments. For those that don't know, um, shout out to my Morning Star crew. Um, I've got you know, I'm still connected with some of my my friends back in the day, even from 2001, 2002, three, four. You understand? Still connected yeah. with them. Still see them. Um, but yeah, I mean, one of the the teachers like this this guy came all the way from London to come come and beat you in the class. <laughs> <laughs> you understand I didn't go to no international school like GIS TIS AIS I mean they're, yeah. all, they're all they're all well and good but you know what I mean I think I don't regret going to kind of like a private a normal private school I mean it's obviously one of the best private schools anyway so it was alright for me but but yeah the history being able to learn history was it was different I mean it was really really interesting for me and I really started to appreciate Ghana a lot more for that yeah, um, yeah. but yeah yeah, no, yeah. I think um, people like um, Wade Maya, um, he's got a YouTube channel. Like, I love, I've been watching him for about two years. And he, yeah. he, when he wasn't even focused heavily in Ghana and he was back, back in China. You know, okay. He just, yeah, he's got lots of China videos, isn't it? It's quite yeah, funny, he's, actually. He's got crazy energy. And what he just did, he's real passionate about Ghana, real mm. passionate about like, Africa in itself. Yeah. And it's just something that, I think we're at a very pivotal moment in the world, you know, like everyone's seeing what 
they think they're in reach of now. You know, some of the things that were said, like time after time after time, yeah, um, about Africans uniting, um, us building our own um, foundations. You know, it's all very important for us to start to do these things, and yeah. if we're able to come together, like myself talking to you, Adrian. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself talking to other people in that that group where we're able to communicate with people just collaboration like collaboration is a big thing for me i like talking <laughs> to people that are of like mind um, yeah all on the same journey like there's so many people that are on the same journey that i've started to talk to and yeah. i've realized that there's so much for us to do there's so much that we can do together like you, you always look at some of the people that are like way ahead of us, but there's so many people that are of like minds that can help us. You know? Yeah. It doesn't matter the background, man, whether they're ahead of us or just getting started. I think we all have something that we can contribute, especially yeah. if we have that passion for Ghana. You understand? Um, I mean, there's so many stories that we could go into, but yeah, I mean, you know, you, you, you've, I think you've said it really. Um, and yeah. one thing I do want to say is um, why I, why I do um, what I've realized is another thing that I've realized when you when you're referring to you want to focus on Ghana just you know you want to focus on Ghana beyond Christmas I think that's really important because I, I think that doesn't just em- emphasize you know um, not going to Ghana just for Christmas or going to Ghana for Easter or for whatever summertime or going to live in Ghana I think what you I realize what you're also referring to is you know knowing Ghana for what it is, the culture, the history, you know, yeah. um, why things are the way they are. You understand? And I think that's really, really important. And I think for those that just go to Ghana for Christmas and just, you know, they just live it up, party up, whatever it is that they do, and then go back to wherever they came from. I think it's important to know, you know, where you're going, the country that you're going to, the history, the background, what you can actually do, you know, beyond partying you understand and i think that's a really really important point that you've actually brought up it is and i think that's something that differentiates ourselves from a lot of the other platforms maybe you could say because a lot of them focus on accra um, yeah and i know across the capital oh, oh me it, sorry it, it, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah well i mean technically i don't it's just a name doesn't doesn't mean i'm fine but i don't yeah <laughs> a shot (laughs) it's cool man (laughs) Um, yeah no like everything is quite focused on Accra um, and Mm. that's where everything's jumping you know like the the clubs the bars you know a lot of the business is based in Accra as well but there's a lot more outside of Accra and that's what we just try to show Um, there's loads of stuff up in Tamale Um, there's loads of stuff in like Bogotanga that people don't know much about Um, there's Eastern region, there's so many different parts of Ghana that, you know, aren't explored nearly enough, but I can show you some people that are doing great stuff out there. And with that, like, I just like encourage people to explore the rest of Ghana and obviously um, just experience the way, experience some of the areas that, you know, need to be experienced. There's a lot of history outside Mm. of Accra. There's more history outside of Accra. There is. <laughs> it, it actually is. And I think, um, if I'm correct, I think Cape Coast was more of the capital, was the, I think Cape Coast was the previous capital of, of Ghana, basically. And then I think it got moved to Accra, if I'm correct, from what I remember learning about history, you know. So you're actually right. There's a lot more 
going on outside the crowd and anyways in a crowd. It's just more metropolitan. There's just more um, modern stuff going on within Accra. You know what I mean? That relates yeah. to people from the West. And that's all it is. And to be fair of you, there's lots of roads infrastructure happening, which is focused on taking people out of Accra. So hopefully we're going to see a lot more people live out of Accra. And the funny thing is, I'm hearing a lot of Americans now are moving to Eastern region, are moving to Abri that are relocating to Ghana. So yeah. even they are clocking it. Yeah, I, I think it's the right thing to do, to be honest. Like, when you think about it, Akon said something like, uh, the only way you're going to be like a full uh, Fortune 100 company or Fortune 500 company is if you go to Africa right now and invest. And That's I it. stand by those words because I think Africa's on the precipice of being something cr- amazing. Um, people talk about Wakanda as a dream. Um, and I also think of it as a dream, but a dream that, can be made reality. Because I think it can. It's, not far. It's, it's actually not far. We've seen, I think what it comes down to is, is we just need to make use of everything we've seen before ourselves. So we've got all the case studies in the world. We've seen other people do it. You, we're arguably doing it last. So with that, we've got all of, we've seen all of the mistakes. Let's not make that mistake again. You know what I mean? And, Let's, you know, do what we can with what we've learned. And I'm all about learning. Uh, I just love learning. I love seeing other cultures. I've traveled to many countries like Tokyo, Indonesia, uh, Toronto, Canada. Shout out to Toronto. All over Europe. Um, I've been been to Africa, a few areas in, a few countries in Africa. Mm. And, you know, like I've taken things from every single country i said you know what i could do that from tokyo i can bring that to Accra, or i can that's bring it. this from toronto and i can bring that to Accra, or i can bring that's it to it. the uk or i can bring it to america you know there's so many things that i've learned on my ways on my travels you know and i can't tell you which one's my favorite but which one is home is is ghana you know so that's it that's the only one that counts really yeah. that's powerful man that's really powerful I mean people let that just sink in I mean you can go all over the world you can go around the world but I think you know I mean at least for us you know we kind of recognize there's no place like Ghana at least for us for what from what we've experienced and from and from what we know um, it's just something special about it where do you feel most comfortable as a Ghana. black man. As a black man, what country wise or Yeah, country wise, Con- continent wise. Mm, yeah. Africa. Africa. Well, and I think yeah. and I can say this firsthand, I lived in Ghana. Obviously I'm looking to relocate, but um yeah, I've lived I've lived in Ghana. So I can, you know, I felt so free. You know, I, mean? I can be I can do what I want to do, be who I want to be, you understand? And um growing up in Ghana, I always had my dad's, you know, um kind of not preach to me but always kind of sow seeds at a young age, like at the age of 11, 10, 12, you know, come back to Africa and de- develop the country because, you know, it's got so much potential really. And, you know, and we, and even this week and the last week we've had, we've had conversations about what we're planning to do in 2021. And, you know, here I am, you know, in my face now, you know, looking to make something happen, God willing in Ghana. Yeah. So yeah, I'm man. Just, so I'm Ghana, just, Ghana I'm is it. I stress on that same fact, sorry to interrupt you, but no. I stress on that same fact that I'm not only investing where I am, 
I'm not investing in the UK only. I look at my projected goals and my projected uh, financial plan and I think of the UK, I think of businesses, I think of investments. Um, and it's starting to lean more out of the West and to Africa. Yeah. Because I see more opportunities in Africa that are going to serve the returns that I'm seeking for. And with that alone, I just tried to share that with people that there is actually, right now, I think there's more opportunity in Africa than there is in the West. Uh, yes, we are all developing a lot of things. Uh, we are all going up in the ladder in the West. And I think with what's happened in America, things are changing. However, I think this is the opportunity in Africa to actually become those household institutions, to become the Coca-Colas, the Unilevers, the, you know, these institutions that we take for granted over here that are just everywhere. We can create our institutions. I'm all about legacy, 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 legacy. And I want to build something uh, so that my family, my kids can continue to utilize what I've left them. You know, I want my kids to be able to do a art degree, you know, yeah. do a, I don't know, a drama degree, you know, when they go to university. Like, I wasn't allowed to do that. Like, and I don't know, a lot of my Nigerian friends weren't allowed to do that. It's either sure. law, <laughs> finance, <laughs> It's one of the three, you know, business. Yeah. <laughs> be able to do whatever the hell they want, knowing that they've got safety net in me, you know, in dad, you know. Yeah. Um, my mom's done everything she can to put me in this position. So I'm going to do everything I can to put my family, my kids, my future in a position, in a preferable position. Mm. Mm. That's know, powerful. There's, there's, there's just so much in Africa, man. It's like I get passionate about it, I can speak about it for like hours, you know, like days, you know, it's just, it just brings a level of excitement. And that's where I think the patriotism side of things, you know, like in America, it doesn't, it's, does it not surprise you sometimes how many Americans are so mm. patriotic? Like they're like, you will say, you will. <laughs> I saw not, a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, it's not actually like white Americans, it's black Americans as well. And I it's just everyone. Think, it's, it's all different yeah. races out there, yeah. Why can't we instill that into uh, some of the... You could say maybe there's a lot of patriotism in, in Ghana itself, but I think like in terms of that diaspora, like there's more that we can create. And I just hope that that comes about uh, over time when we're able to give back, you know, and totally, create a totally. lot more opportunities to people over there to people over here, to people everywhere, you know, just to build up Ghana to the place that it should be. Couldn't agree with you more, but my brother, my brother, Akabi, you've spoken some true, true facts. Um, Africa is one of a kind and we definitely have a lot of work to do. And I think it all starts with, if, if, if I've learned anything this year, is that it definitely starts with us being more unified than we've ever been before. Uh, to be able to get to that Wakanda that we want. I mean, I had a conversation with, you know, Emmanuel Gamma season one. We talked about smart cities. We talked about Petronia City in Ghana, Freedom Jacob season co, um, you know, working on that. And I see that like a kind of Wakanda project, if you will. 
um, there's huge potential, man. And I think, yeah. you know, all starts of us coming together and bringing our resources together and making things happen and s- stopping the corruption as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, all of those things you mentioned are so true. Um, I think we can do it. Uh, we've become more unified than ever, like you mentioned. And I think it's only going to get better the more we collaborate, the more we talk, the more we share what we're doing, you know, the more we don't feel threatened by what people are doing, you know, the, the I'm doing this in silo versus I'm here collaborating and showing my, showing my craft to the world, you know. Mm. I think it's going to happen, you know. I genuinely mm. feel like uh, that call to action is universal now. And we want to, yes. like, kind of 365 anyway, we want to collaborate with everyone, not only Ghanaians, but people who have a connection or a love for, you know, the country and culture. So, yeah, we're, we're here, you know. Everyone everyone's uh in the right in the right lanes i think so long may that it continue is, long may it continue man and i think you've just um summed up what your what your um announcement would be normally uh, towards the end of the show i ask i ask my my guests what would you leave with the audience or what announcements do you have and i think you've just you know said that very well um to bring this to a close, uh, Kobe, um, what is the sound of Akra to you? That's my customary question to all my guests, man. So when someone says Akra to you, what comes to mind? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Do you know what? This is the one thing I forgot to think about. No, nah, it's supposed to be think on the spot. It's much better that way. So what com- if someone says Akra to you, what comes to mind naturally? You don't need to think. Don't- There's probably two things that come to okay. mind. Um, okay. So one is probably nature um so that comes in the form of like just hearing nature when i'm back in ghana so i'm here i'm only going to hear foxes and cats and dogs in the uk but when i go to ghana i hear nature crickets i hear Mm. the rooster waking me up in the morning yeah (laughs) even hearing the sound of the taxi drivers you know being 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 you know that kind of just it's the nostalgia of it because i don't always i'm obviously part-time in Ghana so yeah it's it's that element of the things that once you touch down you kind of feel like like I'm at home yeah and I guess the other thing um probably the sound of a cry is probably the enterprise side of things which is the Mm. talent and growth that I see that's happening in Ghana um I see a big improvement in the way things are happening and the like you could say the women in Macalone market you know, the way they operate. Yeah. They operate with Props so much vim. Like they are about their money, but they do it in a way that makes you laugh and you're happy to part with your money. You yeah. Know? It's beautiful I, hustle. I, I get beautiful hustled. hustle, man. I get hustled, but I like getting hustled by yeah. women over in the, the market. Um, True. True. I think that's that growing, that growth that I'm seeing in Ghana that growth in demand, uh, it just reminds me of like a time when I was in Johannesburg and I just saw a lot of black mm. excellence. I just mm. saw, I just saw it and I felt so happy and proud. And yeah. I see that, I see that in Ghana. So Powerful, um, man. Yeah, I think that's, that's something that I'll leave with. Woof. Well, that was a, you know, that was quite something, man. <laughs> that was powerful. Definitely very um a lot of imagery, a lot of imagery in that. That's powerful. That's that's what we want in this show, right? You know, we wanna we wanna take it to those to those levels, man. 
Cobby, wow, that was powerful, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank um, you. Yeah, thank you, man. You're welcome. Um, once again, I'll leave everything in the show notes, um, but where, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you and Ghana 365? So yeah, people could reach out to us on info at Ghana-365 via emails. Um, calling all writers, content creators, businesses, brands, happy to collaborate, happy to do work with you. Um, you can catch us on our website, which is Ghana-365.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check out everything that we've got on there. Um, and yeah, you can just uh, hit me up on our Instagram mm-hmm. as well, which is Ghana-365. And I'll be happy to respond to any queries. Um, yeah, I think it's just, it's great, man. It's just a great time. It definitely is. I think the time is ripe in Africa. Um, Mika Abraham, who I interviewed um, as well and for season two, I mean, she mentioned how people are bringing down Africa. But yeah, Africa is the very place that everyone's going to flock to in the very near future. I couldn't agree with her more. Definitely. definitely. Agree with him more. Wow. Yeah. So everyone, um, you're going to have all of the show notes, references, links for today's show. Head over to the sandofacra.com forward slash Ghana365. Everything uh, we've discussed today in the links, social media, Kobe uh, and his team's contact details will all be in there. And yeah, you can have all of the information you need by visiting that page. Kobe, um, before before you go, actually, two things. One, yeah. um, did someone else have the Ghana365.com domain? I mean, I'm just thinking... Ghana hyphen three six five. That's that's still good. Yeah. But I'm thinking, does somebody else have Ghana three six five dot com? Yeah, I've reached out to them, but they they ain't selling. No <laughs> way. That is so annoying. Yeah, that I, is, I hate when that happens. Tell I'm trying that. to get AdrianDaniels.com and ugh, I think they're refusing to sell to me as well. What? Wait, and and the annoying thing is that they won't do anything with it. They'll just hold the domain. And won't do there's there's no usage of it. Like I've <laughs> even seen like the Instagrams. There's a Ghana three six five. Without yeah. the dot. And okay. You're trying to get out. <laughs> about six years. So yeah. I'm just like, uh, I should have jumped on these platforms. Did you that. reach out to them? Because I think you can reach out to people and agree to get their usernames, whatever, and then you can do a switch kind of thing. And we're going to talk about this off plan. Off we'll, plan. Talk about <laughs> we'll talk about that. And uh, oh, yeah, go on. Uh, I'm go also on. the co founder of buffbodyfitness.com. Okay. Um, so you can get all your active wear, um, you know, it's ladies wear currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything all about, um, you know, if you're into your fitness, if you're into exercise, keeping fit, um, even if it's just lounge wear because of, you know, the times we're in, which is the <laughs> pandemic where people are working from home. <laughs> yeah, you know, Everyone just wants to wear, you know, something comfortable. And um, yeah, that's what it was created by, uh, created in relation to, and it's out there. So, you know, get your Black Friday discounts. <laughs> it's probably probably won't be back Friday by the time this guy's aired, oh, yeah, aired man. Yeah. But anyway, Christmas. Make sure you guys get hold of a uh, buff. So what was it again? Buff, buff body fitness. Buff body fitness. Make sure you guys get hold of buff body fitness this Christmas. And uh, get you, if it's if it's a guy, get your girlfriend this. If it's a husband, get your wife buff body fitness. Um, and be comfortable this Christmas. And you know, change your wardrobe, man. I'll have the link for that in the show notes as well. Uh, thanks for dropping that. And anything in the pipeline for Ghana 365 before we, we end the show? Yeah, we've got a few partnerships that we've got that are coming through where we're going to be able to create some really good content. There's going to be some content on music. Um, mm, so, yeah, okay. Quite a good push there, which is a few artists that we've got. Okay. Uh, 
So we're going to be sharing that content with you. Um, we've also got some good uh, things that revolve around the eat pillar. Um, mm. That's going to be some of your great, some of your, you know, much loved no. cuisines, you know, favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Showing some yeah. people how to make them. We're showing some people the restaurants, the hustle behind the restaurants. Um, I love that. So on. Um, and then obviously there's some of the educational pieces that we've got where it just kind of breaks down some of the traditions that we've got. Because um, one, one, one we kind of focus on is the traditional. Yeah. You know how everyone says, are you having a traditional or are you having a white wedding? Yeah. You know, I don't like that question. Do you know why? Okay. Why? Traditional is a white wedding for Ghanaians, you know. Jeez, come on, come on, man. A white wedding is traditional for English and British and European people. Powerful. You know, traditional is our wedding. It's not a traditional, it's a wedding. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. That's it. That is it. I mean, and then, and then why spend twice the amount on weddings as well? I mean, I could tell you off camera about, you know, two weddings, like two. I've got right. I'll tell you now. I've got two two close friends. Right, they're both brothers. Right, they both got married in the same year. They both had traditional weddings and white weddings. I had to go to Nigeria, Scotland, Birmingham, and I think Kent, all in the same year within a few within the space of a few months to attend four different weddings. And I was best man or either groomsman for both of those weddings. It was hectic, but one of the best times of my years. So shout out to Toby and Timmy. If you're listening, shout out to y'all, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot, man. My real Nigerian well brother's right there, man. Well done, huh? you. Yeah. Well done, ah, you. man. It was enjoyable, man. It was enjoyable, man. I enjoyed it, man. Well, thank you guys for listening to the show. And um, once again, the show notes for today's episode, visit thesoundofacra.com forward slash Ghana365 and we'll have everything from today's show already done the hard work for you make sure you will visit that link Kobe thanks again for coming on the show pleasure it's been a pleasure thank you very much I think Man United uh, came back yeah <laughs> are you telling me this while I'm filming alright we're gonna talk after we're gonna, we're gonna talk now alright peace guys take care